Good morning. It's a real pleasure. We're talking about reading today with Carlotta and uh, we're talking about reading more in early years and reception and probably key stage one. Is that correct? That is pretty much it. Yeah, excellent. Now, if you're interested in secondary reading, last year we did a great podcast uh, with Sarah Shelton. So, um, But in terms of primary reading, it's such a critical skill, isn't it? It is. Um, I mean, it's the, the biggest skill children will need not only to access uh, reading itself but also to access any other subject and that is why I am so passionate about it. Absolutely and I think that leads us nicely into our our first main question. Uh, Tell us a little bit about uh, Book Week and and why it's important. Well Book Week um, here at GIS is basically the culmination of the book read. Uh, we, We do the book read here as a reading for ourselves and reading for others. Uh, we encourage children to help in through their own reading um, and, and we celebrate it at the end um, by celebrating Book Week where we get authors, we get uh, parents come and read the stories, we get teachers to come and do bed night, uh, sorry, bedtime stories and, and so on. Um, at every single opportunity, we try to encourage reading, reading with a purpose, reading for fun, uh, reading as a, as a way of, of distracting yourself, and it's a great way of getting children involved, and not only that, but um, we do so at the same time as um, supporting other people in need. Okay, that's excellent. So tell us, why is uh, reading aloud crucial to children's development? Uh, this, this, um, this question always takes me to a video clip that mm-hmm. Saved the Children, which is a UK charity, did a few years back. Um, I would love to be able to, to show it, but since it is a podcast, I will just um, encourage people to, to look for this little clip. It's, it's a bit of a shock, but it mm. really uh, wakes you up to the fact that reading aloud is crucial to to children's development and i think it's from very early on isn't it absolutely hearing the parents voice and encouraging conversation so it is the single uh biggest predictor of high academic um um, achievement um and and that is reading to children it's not children reading but reading to children and and we always say that it is crucial that children start reading or being read at as early as 23 weeks but that is 23 weeks pregnant yes it 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 doesn't only build a very strong bond with whoever is reading that Mm -hmm. could be mommy that could be daddy but it also starts setting the sort of rules for communication um from before they've they've come out to this lovely world um now when we talk about, about, um, about reading, we say that the more exposed that um, children are to stories um, being read to them, the better the, co- the communication and language is, that is vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Children don't acquire vocabulary only from um, talking to other people, but actually being exposed to stories. Not only that, but the imagination also widens and um, that translates in better problem-solving skills. Of course, it, it, it increases their attention span. We hear 
parents and teachers talking about attention span and reading to children is one of the things that will mm. make that attention span grow bigger, longer. And I think, I think it is reinforced by the fact that simply by reading, you're making sure you're actually communicating with your child. Absolutely. Whereas otherwise, you might not actually say anything. Absolutely. And, and in other words, children who are read to are basically set up uh, uh, for success. They have a huge advantage uh, in comparison over those who are not being read to. Excellent. So, um, if I mean, if your home language is different from English, what what should you do? So, one of the things is uh, I am I am uh, an EAL and English as an additional language mm. speaker myself. Which which is your first language? Uh, my first language is Spanish, okay. and uh, I, I get this question very often here mm-hmm. at GIS. Obviously, because of the nature of the school, yes, uh, we've got a lot of. Um, homes in which yes. English is not the language or um, there, there are two languages going yes. on at the same time. So I, I always distinguish between monolingual homes yes. and bilingual homes. Yes. So when we're talking about monolingual homes and we've got children um, coming here, they yes. are also exposed to English. Yes. So we start talking about bilingual children, yes. monolingual homes. And uh, the home language is what we encourage parents to, to use, whether it's speaking or whether it is reading, mm-hmm. for various reasons. One is the emotional attachment to the language. Yes. So if, if I read a story in English, I understand perfectly what I am saying, yes. but my emotional attachment to that language is is not as good as it is in my first language. Mm-hmm. Also, when I say to parents, just use your home language, they, they, they usually worry about them not being able to, the children, I yes. mean, not being able to move on with English. Mm. And I always bring in the, the idea that language is not words. Yes. It is concepts. Yes. If you expose your children to high-quality first language books, Mm -hmm. they are acquiring those concepts. Mm -hmm. Once they've acquired those concepts, they can make the link Mm -hmm. to the English word for it. If they don't have that concept in the first language, they will never know what that word is in English. So I always encourage to use the home language. And then if you're in a bilingual home, as it is my case, my husband is English and I am Spanish, we just have designated people. So I will read in Spanish and my husband will yes. read in English. Okay. It doesn't make that very big difference. No. The reason why this is so important is because children are always able to understand more than yes. what they can independently access. Yes. So if, if we don't take that role of mm-hmm. exposing them to mm-hmm. all of those all of the world of books that they cannot yet read by themselves but they can understand if they are are being read at um, it is a shame because we are missing that opportunity so I always say this starts with you as with the adult yes expose your child to that wide range of books that they can understand but Mm -hmm. they cannot yet access because of their of, of, of the level of development of the phonics knowledge, for example. Yeah. 
I mean, how can, um, how can we make it more engaging um, reading at home? So, um, I always picture, I've got this beautiful picture of um, a granddad or a grandma oh. reading a story over a, a yes. lovely couch in front of a fireplace. Yes. And that's the way I used to be read at. Yes. Now, reading and sharing that reading time with yes. your children or the young ones around yes. you has really evolved. Mm. It's not only about stories. Mm. We have to ensure that we expose them to a wide range of uh, genres. Mm -hmm. So that could be storybooks, of course, mm. non-fiction books. Mm -hmm. We've got lots of young children who are very, very uh, into non-fiction. Yes. They, they love learning facts. They cannot access it, so let's make it engaging yes. for them. Of course, poems, mm. rhymes, even newspapers and mm -hmm. magazines and cookbooks. Yes. Why not? spend the time of reading a cookbook and cooking something yeah leaflets letters anything that you read is something that you can expose your child to and um, of course you can create props mm. uh, if you are reading a picture book mm -hmm. you can make up a, a story box where yes. you you know it's very simple you can mm. get your child involved you can create finger puppets mm -hmm. You can basically make props. And I always say, to make it engaging, think of the four Ps. That's pleasure, perform, prepare, and pause. Mm -hmm. And they are like a, like a sort of a prayer. Prepare. Yeah. Make sure that you are familiar with the story, yeah. with the type of book. Yeah. Whatever you're going to read, make sure you are familiar. Mm -hmm. uh, sort of... Um, Think in advance mm -hmm. those books, uh, sorry, those words mm. that your child might not know. Yeah. Think of synonyms that he is yes. familiar to, so you don't have to stop and ask, do you understand mm -hmm. this question, uh, this word, but be ready to say the word and add a synonym. Mm. Uh, perform. Mm. I always say free the actress mm. that you've got or, or the actor that mm. you've got inside because that would make... Uh, the children around you very very engaged and of course they will take part in it mm. uh, pleasure mm. if you enjoy it when you are reading to a child I guarantee the child will uh, enjoy it and too. I think that last P is important because yeah. if you're tired and you've come back from day's work and you want to read a story to a kid it's always going to be better to read the story right yes they're not of course if, if you were tired uh, you don't have to make of reading an absolute theatre performance every time. You could have your special day where you do reading an absolute big mm. thing, but 10 minutes a day, whether you're tired or not, 10 minutes a day of reading aloud to your child or the children around you, it really makes a big difference. Mm. Absolutely. And, and not just a difference in terms of, obviously, the ability, but also your emotional connection with the child, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, and we go back to monolingual and bilingual, yeah. that emotional connection and what you are sharing with your child is a journey. It's a journey in the imagination. It's very important when you are doing that journey that you pause and you ask open questions to, to the children that you are reading to and, and, and help them navigate through whatever it is that the story, the poem, the cookbook is saying. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I would say that absolutely those 10 minutes, as you said, and that is a very important thing that you've said it because sometimes I get carried away <laughs> and don't think of, um, actually, sometimes we are all very tired, yeah. 10 minutes a day. And, and following on from that, I, I think this is another thing that 
especially parents who are new to the school, is um, can you tell us, like, I mean, the kind of reading you've been talking about right now is, is, is um, very important reading aloud to the children. What's the difference between that and, and the home readers that the children bring home? Place very important. Um, thank you very much for bringing it up. Actually, um, reading to a child for 10 minutes aloud, helping them access what they cannot access independently is very important. But it is also very important that we support them with their home readers. Now, home readers, as we call them here at Garden International, um, is, is an umbrella term that covers phonics books. Okay. Those phonics books are matched to what uh, a particular child can decode. They are matched to... Okay, you've, you've to brought the up the word decode, so what yes. does that mean? I'll, I'll get back to that. Okay. So, um, it's matched to the um, level of, of development in terms yes. of phonics. Decoding is, is um, basically you are able to break down the code in a word. So if I say the word cat, I can say k-a-t, cat. I've decoded the word cat. Whether I understand the word cat or not is a different matter. Mm -hmm. That's why um, supporting children with their home readers, their phonics reading at home is so important. Not only in terms of decoding, we've mm -hmm. got lots of children who can decode really difficult words. Their phonic knowledge is mm. superb, but their understanding uh, is, is, is not behind, but it's not matched to the level of the It's coding. a lot like when you get a singer who sings in a foreign language. Absolutely. Perfect reproduction of Absolutely. the sound, but probably not a clue what it means. Absolutely. It is uh, very important that we support that decoding, but also we ask them questions and we help them understand and check comprehension. Um, we start saying that a, a child is decoding and reading, mm -hmm. so that's the two different yes. when we start seeing uh, use of punctuation and yeah. intonation and actually the child stops himself or herself and says, oh, so this means that, uh, yes. I don't know, the dog is going away on a yeah. magic uh, trip. And, and reading, when we talk about reading, we include decoding, mm -hmm. so that the, the kid can, can decode, the student can decode but it's also understanding, it's also inferring from the pictures. Yes. It's, it's putting all of those skills together to help uh, himself or herself uh, reading a whole yes. book, understanding a whole book. And one of the, I know it's a bit difficult on a podcast, but one of the important aspects are the pictures in those books, because Absolutely. they're not there by accident, are they? Absolutely. Um, covering the pictures or... or, or asking a student, a child, not to refer to the pictures is, is something that used to happen in the past and thankfully we've moved on from that. And that was because the, the whole main focus was on the decoding yes. but not the reading. Inferring from pictures, yes. it's crucial to understand mm. and you start making links between uh, a pattern maybe mm. and words yes because sometimes a, a, a mix of decoding and uh, sight reading yeah. and inferring from the pictures is 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 is, is what a 
child will do and that's when we will start saying they are reading and and would you recommend that uh, the child works out what's going on in the picture before they attempt to read absolutely it is very very important and actually you go through the whole uh, the whole book through Mm. the pictures and ask ask the child we ask children to make um to make uh predictions Mm -hmm. oh what do you think is happening here Mm -hmm. and then you move on to the next picture what do you think is going to happen next and then once you've done this, you go back to the beginning and read the book and you pause, ask questions and, oh, can, you, can, can we check those yeah. predictions? Were we right? Why? Were we not quite on track? Why? Yeah. Um, so there is a lot of discussion that comes from that and reading is about communication and communication doesn't only happen through the reading or the decoding but the whole conversation going on. Okay, good. So... I would say that's a pretty good guide. What, what would you say is your one big tip um, to, to parents who, who are thinking about these things? Um, I would say three big tips. Could okay, I, could I three, put three, three, yeah. Sweet. Stick to your home language because you are helping your child gaining concepts that then will be linked to any other language. I would say make it fun. Yeah. And read yourself. Yes. Since if you read in front of children you are modeling the right behavior and they will immediately copy thank you very much it's been a pleasure having you thank you bye-bye bye